Hey, this is John Sally, and thanks for listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hi, this is Katie Dalebout, author of the book Let It Out, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Hello, my name is Don Jose Ruiz, co-author of the FIFA Agreement, and you're listening to Humble Warrior Podcast. Hey, it's Jason Robel, the author of Eternity, and you are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Yo, this is Tommy, TommyMacYoga.com. You are listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Handstands, everyone. Hi, this is Bob Ross. I'm a teacher of Transcendental Meditation, and you're listening to a great show, the Humble Warrior Podcast. This is PJ Fleck, rowing the boat. You're listening to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Humble Warrior Podcast. Here are your hosts, Chris Forte and John Moises. I'm John Moises. That is Chris Forte. Live brave. And this is the Humble Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hello, Humble Warriors. We're back, baby. We are back. We've been off a little bit. We're look. Not as consistent as we have been in the past, but there's a lot going on, and I think that's what we're going to talk about today, isn't it? We're taking it one day at a time, man. We are in transition. <sighs> All right. We are in transition. Last time we met, you just got scammed. It was, it was a pretty bad weekend. That is that is that the last time we That we was met? the last time we met, and I got feedback from a few people that they thought that was one of the best episodes of all time. Really? Yeah. Okay. So good. I guess maybe it's the era we're in, in this, in this Trump era where bad news is good news. I don't oh, know. Wow. Okay. But I think, I'm just teasing. Yeah. What, what, I, what I think is, is that it, it, people felt very connected to your story. And yeah. those kinds of things happen to normal people all the time. Yes. And how we deal with it is kind of what this show's about. Right, right. So to see that happen to you, I think was was um, powerful for a lot of people, inspirational, mm-hmm. and and a good thing. So kudos to you for sharing it. Um. So since then, some things have happened. Um, we were supposed to pod on Tuesday, but you just you weren't up to it. So yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. But between. Uh, Tuesday and the last time we potted, um, I don't know if we've talked about this, but uh, you've been you were nominated for a local award called the Rising Phoenix Award, which is an award put together by a group out of here out of uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, shout out to Cal Lou, former guest on the show, who is the the founder of this this program and this award. And there were 11 or 12, 12 nominees for 2016 to receive this gold, this Rising Phoenix Award, which is basically an award that goes out to individuals that have shown great change in themselves um, and then also impacted their community with the change and that they've gone through. Um, so you were nominated and then we, we got a chance to go to this award ceremony. That was really nice. Um, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Tell us, okay. Tell us about how this came about. How'd you get not who nominated you for the so, rising Phoenix? Award? Yeah. So our friend, Sarah, um, Sarah is a person who's been, uh, helping, um, day one, you know, with the book, um, putting it together. She's a writing coach and you and I actually went up to Ann Arbor with my journals and got that started. And as right. I was going down the path with Sarah, Okay. She was involved in this community, um, the Rising Phoenix Award, and 
you know, it took some time. I'd say maybe after a year working with her and us doing our Humble Warrior podcast, she nominated um, myself and, you know, for this project that actually you and I are doing, I call it the, you know, the Humble Warrior Project. And from that, um, he's, who you mentioned, Cal Lou, our friend. Cal um, that's That'd yeah, be a good sports name. It's a great name. He, uh, you know, before getting nominated, they interview you and, and go through all that um, to see if you could, you know, whatever. There, There's a board that, that makes the decision yep. if um, you receive the award. So he came and got to know him. And, and after that interview, I was like, wow, Cal, love to have you on our podcast. So right. that's how we he became a guest on our podcast. And time went by. And um, I was so grateful to be chosen as one of those 12 um, finalists for the Rising Phoenix Award. And um, it was a fabulous event. And it was very inspirational in many different ways. It just hearing everybody's story and obstacles people are coming over, you know, um, overcoming. And I think that's what part of our show is about is that these people, you know, are oral. We are all normal people having our own internal battles and struggles. But through per- perseverance and persi- persistence are, are coming out the other side. Right. And I think that by being in that type of forum, it was, it was, uh, I mean, I, I, was, I was very inspired by all the other um, people and what they've overcome. Right, right. So just to give everybody some insight on the kinds of stories and people that were nominated for this award, and I found it, I, thanks for bringing me, because it was a great event um, just to hear everybody's story. So everybody that was nominated had six minutes, right? Yeah. Six. Six minutes to kind of tell their story, which is not a long time, mind you. Those are the hardest type of uh, you know, speeches or presentations to put together. And, um, and they were pretty, they stuck to it pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a little... Timer. Yeah, a little timer, and, and people were like kind of yeah. asked to leave. If you yeah, yeah. I mean, the Oscars, the Oscars just happened. So it was kind of like an Oscars moment where the music kind of starts, and you're like, All okay, right. I'll see you later. Yep. Um, but in that six minutes for every person, oh my gosh, the way the emotions they expressed, the stories they told, and the way they touched people, at least for me, I was, I was in it. I'm like, wow, these are some incredible stories. And, and, a couple that stuck out to me was um, one was the the last person I forget what her name was, um, but the she was a she was oh yeah the disabled, disabled woman. yes woman. yes so basically she told the story about how she's been disabled her whole life she's in a wheelchair and told that she can't she'll never be able to do anything and when she was I think it was eighteen years old she said she moved. She just said, I'm leaving. I'm tired of, I mean, I'm, she's told by her family, by doctors, by everybody, you can't, you won't be able to survive. She just moved out, got her own apartment, ended up getting her own job, getting a job, and now she's one, a very influential person in the state of Ohio in helping to, to provide government support and increase the rights of disabled people. And I thought that was a fantastic story. And and I mean, when I'm saying she was in a wheelchair, you could, her speech was slurred. So 
you could you had to really listen to understand her and just to, to know what she went through and overcame and then not only to overcome the disabilities but to serve other people like her and to help them say listen i did it you can do it what an inspiration to other people and even the abled people like me i'm like wow you did that gosh and i'm complaining about you know these little things i'm complaining about every day right what a fantastic story right and she's making a big impact big in her community yep so that was one one story that struck me and some of the other kind of themes that were happening that we had there was a a transgender person that went through uh, her struggle there were some people that were addicts mm-hmm. that overcame addiction um, there was a person that was a victim of uh, of sex trafficking at a young age and now they've they've turned everything around and they're helping other people basically with through the problems that they suffered through themselves right so i thought it was a fantastic night there was really cool because there was this drumming circle yeah (laughs) which i thought was awesome this is the first event guys where i've been to i've been to a ton of conferences and banquets and things like that but how cool was it you know one of the things that they wanted to do was to make this part was to ritualize the event and one way to do that is to have some symbolic gesture or movement. And they decided to do that through drumming. So they brought these people in that were, I think, drum circle people. Yep. And they passed out instruments to everybody. There were drums, there were tambourines, there were sticks, blocks, everything. <laughs> and basically, we all were just drumming. Right. And it was fun. Just to transition from the banquet dinner to the ceremony itself. And that was awesome. And then everybody kept their instruments. So instead of applauding after each story, people would hit their drums. And and it, what a way to, I mean, I, I came home and I was like, I was still clapping. I'm drumming in my head. I was like, this, this was really cool. I told my wife and I said, listen, listen to this. I told her the whole story. I said, this should happen at all business functions. How much, how right. many times have you been sitting at a, basically a boring conference or business right. meeting or banquet and you're like uh and if, if i had, had some drums yeah, I'd be in it. you'd be in it and it really just kept everybody in it to yeah. your point yeah everybody it was like everybody was part of the event which was great yeah yeah and you could and what a way to express yourself too i mean yeah. people were drumming in different patterns and 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 as a whole people were trying to to bring their drumming rhythms together so it sounded you know it was different but the same and what what a great i I had a really good time good good so did i it was a good event for us and then i thought the other interesting thing was that um which often happens to us is that uh we this event was in in toledo ohio right and uh we were coming up going driving down from here in the detroit northern detroit area and there was two other people that were coming from the same area that Cal had asked us to pick up and carpool with. And we got to meet um, a new friend and a listener to the show, Maggie. Yep. Hello, Maggie. Um, and I thought the coolest thing was, you know, we get to pick up some people and you don't, we didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. And it was Maggie and her daughter. And 
my gosh, the conversations we had in the car ride down and the car ride back, you know, it was another, those were, I wish we had our, I was recording it or something. That would have been, those were good podcasts. That's what we were saying. We should, you know, if this was recorded on the car ride up, would it be, it would be a heck of a podcast. Right, right. Maybe that's an idea for a yeah. new show, driving in the, well, interviews in the car or something. Yeah. That'd be something. So that happened a couple weekends ago. A couple weekends ago. And uh, here we are today. So I think based on the last pod, I want to bring everyone up to speed with what's going on with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you got a couple things happening that I think some that are challenging and some things that are pretty cool that's happening. Um, one thing is that's, that's pretty cool is that you've, uh, you're getting to a point where you're going to wrap up the book here. So close, brother. It seems so far, but so close. Okay. We're getting there. And um, it's kind of in like it's, I don't know, 200th edit or whatever. Right. Which is good. Yeah. And the reason I say it's good is because this experience that you've go- you're going through, I know early on it was exciting. I mean, a lot of stuff happened early on. It's when you decided yeah. to go down this path in the first three months. Yep. What happened was you got a ghostwriter. You went to yeah. some industry events. You got you went to a special training. You went to speaking training. You went to all this stuff to try to prepare for your new life. Right. Right. Or adventure, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Wherever it takes. And then nothing happened for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, like, okay, I got to revisit this thing. And then the edits had come. And I just remember what I think is is compelling about the story is I remember early on just thinking, gosh, you know, you're always, you've always been very energetic and positive, right? And it's one of the things I, I love about you because I'm not, I personally do not bring as much energy naturally as you do. I'm more of kind of laid back, let's say. But I remember thinking, gosh, you bring a lot of energy. He's, he's into it. But I know this is going to be harder than this. I know. Like, in my heart, I'm like, I know this is going to be harder. I don't know. I'm just, I didn't know what to say, what to do. I'm just like, I'll just go with it. I'm not going to tell him it's going to be harder. I'm not going to, you know, burst your bubble, so to speak. But just being around, you know, the business world and seeing how things happen, things can catch fire, don't get me wrong. And things can happen quick. But I would say like 95% of the time, they don't. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what's happened over the past almost two years now for you. And you're still going. And you're at the you're in the red zone. Take a football cliche. Yeah. We're bringing it to the goal line. We're bringing it to the goal line. And you just launched um, a Kickstarter because... You know, you've already invested a lot of money into this process. And basically, you're at a point where you don't have any more money to invest. Right. So you launch a Kickstarter. Tell us about that. Yeah. So and it was interesting because of the Rising Phoenix Award really kind of just put it, kind of really just, I don't know, there was something about that event that just said, you know, I have to, for my own healing too, and and to get this done. You know, the book, as I said, the manuscript has been done. It's work. It's been working with an editor who's, who's worked with some other, you know, well-known authors that, um, 
you know, her recommendation of giving a thumbs up meant a lot. And I was just like, you know, I, I'm at a standstill because there's no, um, I don't have the fun, you know, I didn't have the funds to pay her to continue. And so someone, you know, mentioned why don't you start a Kickstarter campaign. So we looked at that and helped me launch that. And, you know, the dollars we need are to get it to completion for the edit and a small publisher out of London that will, will back the book um, is $3,500. And so once I knew that number, um, we took the video from the Rising Phoenix Award. We put that on Kickstarter. And we've got a summary of the whole project because the book is just one piece of the project. You know, it's our podcast and everything that, you know, we're building upon. And but as far as the book, it's kind of like the heart centered of it. Like you mentioned, it's been two years and it's like one of those things that feel like it just has to be done. So to move on and some other things can start happening and just to do whatever possibly I can to get that out. So um, it's on Kickstarter. If you went to Kickstarter and just search the Humble Warrior Project, it gives details of it. And 10 days in, we've raised 1500 And so we've got $2,000 to go. And um, for a $25 donation, for example, gets you a, um, we'll, get, we'll get someone a, a signed copy of the book. And we're shooting that if we can hit this number, that the book would be out uh, in the June timeframe. And let's say summer. Summer, yeah. Well, yeah. Then ninety days from when the manuscript is in the um, the publisher hands that I'm working with, and so it's been tough, you know. Um, it's I am now just you know following, I guess, my own advice of just taking it one day at a time. I'm Ubering to make things work and just taking it one day at a time, one breath at a time. And at the end of the day, you know, kind of want to just talk about stuff that we've kind of talked on the show. And it's just, I guess, maybe for my own self and hopefully um, people could, it could resonate with is I'm just following my heart, you know, with this uh, and, and really trusting in the process of surrendering and letting go and, and just operating really on, on, I posted this on Instagram today, belief, faith, and trust. And that's, that's kind of the fuel that's just keeping this going. And you just take it one day at a time. The Ubering has been great because I think the number one question people ask when they get in the car, oh, what do you do? Why do you Uber? And um, So let me take a step back. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, you're, you're my, we talked about this before the show, you're kind of in like that stage when you just get out of college and you don't really, you don't really have a penny to your name, right? So to make ends and, meet, you've been Ubering while yeah. you've got some other, you know, you've other sticks There's in the this, fire that might yeah. take some time for you to, to get employment and all that. Yeah, but you need money immediately. Yeah, and you started Ubering, which if you have not Ubered, and I can say this as a former Uber driver because I've done it too, because. You know, a couple of years ago, things were tight for me, and there were a few months where I just, I'm like, I gotta bring, I gotta do something to bring money in while I'm waiting for the other things to happen. And uh, it's it's exciting, it's draining, it's hard, all at the same time. Yes. You know, to me, it's kind of like 
there could be it's kind of like gambling in a way <laughs> that's not good for me but yeah <laughs> in a way in that you know you don't know you're kind of waiting for the right. next opportunity the, to, to, to the next to ride ride you don't know how much you're going to make the only thing you know that's not going to happen that's better than gambling is that you're going to lose mm-hmm. you don't lose money you could lose time mm-hmm. but you're not really going to lose money right so and that is a very positive endeavor but um, but you never know who you're going to get. You never know what the conversation's going to be. You never know how long the ride's going to be. But it is, it's hard work. And what, what I thought was great was when we were having a conversation and you, you said, boy, this Ubering is hard. It's hard. I said, huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it sounds like it would be easy. Right. But it, until you've done it and you've worked it, it's it's hard work, yeah. and you know that's part of your process right now. And I think that's what you're going through. And and if you can't tell, I mean, I know because we're sitting here across from each other. But you know, you're you're a little beat up, a little beat up. And what's important though is to that is try to try to keep everything intact. When we talk about you know the spiritual fitness practices to keep it going yeah and i will tell you it's always about you know one's approach and the mind so you know i've just taken the approach i'm going to be the best uber driver in the world each and every day and it's turned into some great conversations and just kind of like how i approached yoga where sometimes in yoga you could take the energy of the room and Mm -hmm. that carry you through a practice well, this time with the Ubering is, believe it or not, a lot of the conversations and where people are at, because we talk about, you know, you know, why do you Uber? And I tell them about this book coming out and the spiritual personal development self-help book. And, you know, depending on the person, they may open up and it turns into some nice, authentic conversations mm-hmm. and the encouragement to just keep going. And so it's in a way, you know, it. When I'm Ubering, that's all that matters is to be present Ubering. Can't think about tomorrow or yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's just let's do the best I can with where I'm at and who I'm with. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just looked at my phone. I, I, I've completed 150 rides. Wow. I'm still a five star. That's the top of the number you can get. Mm-hmm. And I would say out of 150, at least, at least half have been, you know, good conversations yeah that's right about doing that and uh and i've made it kind of work there's like a you know as i said there's a lot of hard work but you know i've kind of made it you know i've kind of figured out my strategy what makes it work for me right now and we're just going to keep cranking i'm just going to keep cranking do the best i can and I don't know if people can hear another line but i got a scratchy voice i'm just like my body's been taking a beating but um, I'm still maintaining um, my daily prayer, meditation, yoga, and you know the schedule's been a little off, but I'm still doing these daily things. I'm making sure I'm eating the right food and liquids, could, which could be tough in some, doing something like this. Um, but you know, maintaining that and um, that's hard. That's yeah, hard and, work. Just, and just taking a you know, and again, just one day at a time, right? And that's why too with the pod right i couldn't really do it on tuesday because mentally i was shot 
I was Ubering and I was just like, I called you. I said, I couldn't do it. Yeah. There was a part of me that was going to be like, this is the time to do it. Probably right. Like I was, I was, I was probably 50, 50 on whether yeah. I was like, oh, should I push them? And like, should we do it? Because this could be a really good pod. Yeah. But I think at the same time, I feel for you because you're going through a lot between the Ubering and kind of the financial situation. Yeah. You have you deal with your It's a day to day. Your girls, yep. your family. There's yep. a lot of stuff going on. Like right. eh. and you said how tired you were. I'm like, dude, just go sleep. Yep. And Sometimes I Sometimes sleep is the best best thing for everything. Right. So um yep. but we're talking about now. I didn't expect you to call me and say, Hey, can we do it? Two well, days later. Yeah, and I thought it was important because, and, you know, from previous shows, I think one of the things why I never want to lose fact of why we even started this show is because we help each other, you know, through things. And it's sometimes easy, or when maybe you're going through that tough time or difficult time to maybe hide a little bit and sure. just, you know, and then come back when maybe things are a little bit better. Um, and that's why I just wanted to follow, follow this through with you. I know, um, based on everything, we haven't been keeping up our week to week, but we've been keeping up every two weeks. And I just thought that was still important, you know, not just for what we're doing here, but you know, for my own self, for my own self. Sure. And like, this is, this is good to talk stuff out. It helps. Yeah, it it, it it just it's it's good for the soul. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you a question. Now that you're kind of in this position, mm-hmm. what is the biggest thing that has surprised you from going through this process? So when you decided I'm going to write this book, mm-hmm. what surprised you the most about? What's what's transpired over the past almost two years? Well, that's an interesting question. There's there's a couple facts. One is this has definitely been the hardest thing I've definitely done, um, just writing the book and the the whole process. So, but and I, what made it hard? I guess. What like I mean, you, what I, was hard for you? I mean, I've never, I was never, I didn't consider myself a writer, sure. or write a book. I mean, I really was, it's just like doing something from scratch. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I look at my journals, you know, it was just maybe 10% of those journals yep. are in the book. Um, but really, to take something that really that is so heart centered and so, you know, just important to me, it's not about selling a book, it's just really just getting that out for a sense of freedom and liberation. But I think maybe the biggest process is by being, by talking about it over the last two years and it's finally coming to fruition is maybe all different people's reactions Hmm. towards it maybe if supportive, maybe non-supportive. And, but be able to put that all aside and not get caught into any of it and just always come back to what the intent was from the beginning, was to heal, grow, and share and just follow through with it. And I think that 
it's so close that it's hard to describe that. I don't know what the the what the initial feeling will be when it when it's actually done, and I I have like the the heart, let's say the paperback or whatever it is, a hard copy in my hand, and just just it be done, just to put a goal out and it's done. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean it's, it's just it's been a process, and it's really taken it's really taken everything out of me, you know, to the to the core, and it's been a humbling process, and but through that process of just um, maybe finding oneself a little bit and being compassionate oneself, and and I think just being it's been actually a gift because I think through this process I'm just a I at least from my perspective, a better overall person. Hmm. And I think that, um, I think maybe that, you know, just talking through it, you know, with you is just to get to that softer side, that, that, that finding the vulnerability maybe and, and getting to a place where you're compassionate and forgiving and, and a loving human being. And you have to kind of, you really have to do that for yourself first before you can really, be that for others. And I think going through this process that is also taught what taught what it would, it's really, I guess what this whole thing has really taught me and, and just being running across all different types of people is man, everybody has problems. Everybody has obstacles. One, my problems are no greater than anybody else's problems and vice versa, but they are important for us to dissect those and to understand those, to really understand it, be able to overcome it, learn from it, and continue the um, the spiritual growth process. It's all about growth. And I think that for me, I was at such a standstill that I had read so many books, I mean hundreds of books, hundreds of spiritual personal development um, since my late 20s that... I had to write a book for myself. I had to inspire myself. Oh, interesting. I had to inspire myself. No, I didn't want, I was done reading everybody else's story of them overcoming. Um, and though there's been a lot of, you know, great authors that I've learned from and mentors, I just, and I think that is the message at the end of the day is we each have the power to inspire ourselves. Yes, there's people that inspire us and help us, but at the end of the day, we have to be the inspiration for ourselves. Right. No, that's a, that's a important learning there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All right, so, man. Yeah. So I think that's where it's at. And, you know, I appreciate, I know we appreciate our listeners. This is really maybe the first time for the listeners. I've kind of blogged about it and our inner circle knows about what's going on. So, you know, to the listeners out there, um, you know, the, on Kickstarter, the Humble Warrior Project, we love you. And this is just, and I think <clears throat> what's important is this is just the beginning. You know, this is just the beginning of what we call the Humble Warrior Project. Who knows where it goes, but this is like the first stage. And uh, I'm just really looking forward to getting that book out there. All right. Well, summertime, I'm saying. All right, brother. Let's get this thing out. You know, I like to put. You like to put very definite well, time standards around things. I like to put little like 
It's summer. I like to pad things. <laughs> we love ba- we love baseball. Right. Baseball is part of the book. That's a little hint. There's some little baseball in there. So, right. and June is summer, by the way. Yeah, exactly. well, June yeah, 21st. yeah, June is summer. That's true. Right. That is true. Right. All right. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to Humble Warrior Podcast on iTunes. And uh, until we see you again, live brave. Join us next week for the next episode of the Humble Warrior Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or visit humblewarriorpodcast.com to listen to our past episodes.